Hi there, and welcome to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast, where we discuss how we partner with God to grow in the faith. My name is Jeremy, and on today's episode, we are going to talk about the importance of adding fasting into our practice of the spiritual disciplines. Before we get into all the uh, all of that, please take a moment to learn how you can help support the podcast. I'd like to send a big thank you to all the listeners of the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. You've all been a tremendous blessing as I've gotten encouraging words from you about the podcast. If you're interested in helping to support the podcast, here are a couple of different ways that you can do that. Number one, you can help support us financially. Your support helps to support the time, energy, and resources needed to make the podcast go. You can give financially by going to anchor.fm backslash holy awkward silence. At the top of the page, you will see a button that says support. Click it, and it will allow you to set up monthly contributions. The second way you can help is to share the podcast with your friends. Word of mouth is a great way to help out the podcast grow. You can do so easily by clicking the share button and inviting others to listen to the podcast on your social media feeds. Third, you can help us out by praying. Pray that people will find the podcast, will listen, and will grow in their faith. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to help out the Holy Awkward Silence podcast in whatever way you can. Welcome back to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. Fasting is an important part of our faith formation, but it's one that we often neglect to incorporate into our lives for various reasons. Sometimes we might neglect it because we feel like we're too busy. Uh, Other times we might not really understand how to go about incorporating fasting into our lives. And for many of us, it might be as simple as just not really understanding how fasting uh, can help us or help shape or form us. Our neglect of it is unfortunate because it really can be a valuable tool in the toolbox of our faith development. Now, Jesus assumes that his followers will fast, and he seems to believe that it's going to be a regular part of his followers' experience. We see this in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 through 18, where he gives guidance on fasting. The wording there that he uses is, when you fast, not if you fast. There seems to be an assumption by Jesus that his followers are going to be fasters. Now, because of Jesus' teaching on the topic, many folks over uh, or throughout the history of the church have attested to the need and, imp- and importance of it. They saw the transformative power that resided in the practice. Here's just a small sampling of some men and women throughout church history who have attested to the importance of incorporating the practice of, practice of fasting into their spiritual disciplines. Richard Foster says that more than any other single discipline, fasting reveals the things that control us. And J.I. Packer says, there's nothing magical about fasting. It's just one way of telling God that your priority at the moment is to be alone with him. John Chrysostom uh, says, fasting of the body is food for the soul. As bodily food fattens the body, so fasting strengthens the soul. 
Augustine says that fasting cleanses the soul, raises the mind, subjects one's flesh to the spirit, renders the heart contrite and humble. Tertullian has said that fasting possesses great power. If practiced with the right intentions, it makes one a friend of God. The demons are aware of that. Jen Hatmaker says, a fast is not necessarily something we offer God, but it assists us in offering ourselves. And Elizabeth Elliot says, one way to begin to see how vastly indulgent we usually are is to fast. It's a long day that is not broken by the usual three meals. One finds out what an astonishing amount of time is spent in the planning, purchasing, preparing, eating, and cleaning up of meals. Lauren F. Winner states, fasting is meant to take you temporarily out of the realm of the physical and focus your attention heavenward. As one Jewish guide to fasting puts it, the heart of this practice is a desire to shift our attention away from our immediate needs and to focus on more spiritual concerns. And then finally, John Calvin says, whenever men are to pray to God concerning any great matter, it should be expedient to appoint fasting along with prayer. These folks saw the importance and the power of incorporating fasting into their lives. For them, it's something that should be embraced and not ignored. Our culture teaches us to grab all that we can as fast as we can. We're driven to accumulate, to possess, and to satisfy every desire that we have. Fasting helps us to set aside that cultural programming and declare to ourselves that there is something much bigger than our compulsion to satisfy every desire. It can be tempting to declare this to the world by telling everyone what we're doing, but as, G as usual, Jesus had something else in mind. He assumed his followers would fast, but he also states that they should keep that practice to themselves. Again, we look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 through 18, where Jesus says, When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Jesus was really concerned about our motivations for fasting. It was assumed that we would do it. He wanted to make sure that we did it the right way and with the right motivations behind it. It isn't about the show that we put on to demonstrate how we are more spiritual than other people because we do it. It's a private, in, uh, private endeavor between us and God. It doesn't mean that there's no space for corporate fasting. It does mean that we shouldn't be prideful in the practice of the spiritual discipline. The followers of Jesus should definitely commit themselves to the practice of regular prayer and fasting. However, we should keep the practice of fasting to ourselves as much as possible. It's vitally important to fast, but it's just as important to follow Jesus's instructions in the way that we conduct ourselves. It should be a stealth mission. We should be sneaky about it. 
and should be a part of our regular rhythm of life and should be motivated by our love for God, not our love for the adoration of others. We need to be or need to commit ourselves to the practice of prayer and fasting with the proper heart and motivation backing the practice. Thanks for listening to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. If you would like to learn more about the practice of fasting, I've included some links in the episode description that covers the basics of, of, of fasting, including how we should do it and why we should do it. Until next time, please take some time to check out other episodes of the podcast, share the podcast with friends, and consider supporting the work that we're doing. Thank you.